Hey guys, Patrick here from Bleacher Brawls. I just wanted to say a couple quick things before this episode gets started. The first thing is things happen so quickly in the sports world around trade deadline time. We're seeing that right now in Major League Baseball. One of the conversations we have in this episode is can Andrew Benintendi go to the Yankees? Is that conceivable? We recorded this Wednesday, July 27th at 9 p.m. And at 11 p.m., the news broke that Benny was going to the Yankees. First of all, it's very impressive because our crew got 75% of that trade correct. Um, so kudos to those guys. Um, it also just means that that's just one small part of this episode that's already a thing of the past. When we recorded it, it was speculation on our end. Now it's something that's already happened. Um, so that's something that... Is just one part of this episode, one part of this really fun episode that I really love doing that's just going to be just a little bit off by a couple hours. You already know Benny's going to the Yankees. We predicted it right, but we're talking about it as if it's a future tense thing. The other thing is, I have no idea why, but my microphone was not working. It is what it is. Just a little couple of things in this episode that I want to tell you about before it gets started. It's a really fun one. I look forward to doing many uh, similar episodes like this in the future. We're going to do a ton of them because this was really great. I'm going to stop rambling out. I'm going to let you listen to it. You know what to expect. Here it is. It's a lot of fun. Welcome back to Bleacher Brawls. We have another Red Sox and Yankees episode coming at you. My name is Patrick. I'm here with Derek and Doug and John. And we are a couple days away from the trade deadline. And so we figured that we would do a trade deadline show, a little buyers or sellers. Okay. Uh, we said in our last episode, this is going to be a Yankees episode. Well, we figured it was uh, too important not to talk about both teams. So that's what we're going to do today. Doug is going to represent the Red Sox. He has two trades he wants the Red Sox to make uh, before the deadline in a couple of days. John's going to represent the Yankees. He has two trades he wants the Yankees to make in a couple of days. And Derek is here to sort of be the judge. Okay. He's going to be our institutional knowledge. He's Stat Masterson over here, and he's going to sort of act as the opposing team's GM. Okay, Haggle him a little bit, give him a hard time, get the deal that he wants to get. Okay, These fellas have tried their best to validate their trades through baseball trade values, um, which we think is... Um, in, in the present time, the best resource that we have to, to do such a thing, um, a lot better than uh, MLB The Show. So <laughs> that's what we're going to use. And we're just going to go back and forth. They're going to pitch their trades and, um, and they're going to be the GMs for the next uh, hour or so. All right. Um, I'm going to start with John, your first Yankees trade. What is it? And who are you trading with? So I am trading with the Cincinnati Reds and I'm trying to get Luis Castillo. Now, I mean, I've been saying this for weeks now. I think this is the trade the Yankees need to make. They need to go out. They need to get that front line starting pitcher, top of the rotation starting pitcher. They've held on to prospects in the past and it has backfired. So now is not the time for the Yankees to be hoarding prospects. Now's the time for the Yankees to be making the move while they have the window open. Great. They've had a great first half and 
They stumbled a little, little bit out the block for the second half. So now's the time to go out and do everything they can do to win, to trade for Luis Castillo from the Cincinnati Reds. So coming right out the gate, I'm pretty much everybody's on the table in the minor league system. Now, the big question is, do the Reds want contract relief from that Mike Moustakis contract? Moustakis is on the payroll for, well, he's finishing out this season, but he's got another $18 million on the season for next year. Uh, I doubt the Reds really are interested in paying that. So if the Yankees are willing to take that off their hands, that's going to even out, make it a little bit easier to make this trade. The Yankees are still going to have to pay through the nose, but at least it makes the trade more doable. I'm not entirely sure who the Reds have in their system or what they're looking for. So let's ask the GM, are you looking for infielders or outfielders? And I'm just going to assume you're going to be looking at the pitching. Um, a hundred percent. I, I need pitching. Um, and then could, could use infield also, uh, could use some outfield lean towards, uh, bat first players though. Um, but yeah, what's your offer? All right. Well, if that's <laughs> like we're on shark tank or though. <laughs> so coming right off the bat, the bat Yankees have Trey Sweeney, a minor league prospect who's supposed to be just about major league ready. And he's supposed to have a big bat. He's listed as a shortstop, but they, they're thinking he might be more of a second baseman. And, of course, someone with that athletic ability, you can move around the infield or even the outfield if you need to. So that's one bat coming right off the top. That's 7.8 points on the trade generator. And I'm trying to get to 13.6. Castillo's 41.2. Mustakis because of the contract, is negative 27.6. Uh, Yankees are going to have to go higher than 13.6. So let's just be realistic about that. So we're already in at 7.8. Yankees have two big shortstops in their system. One is Oswaldo Peraza. Others, Anthony Volpe. Yankees are probably going to want to hang on to Volpe if they can because he's a local kid. So looking at Peraza, that's 22.8. So now we got about 30 points between those two. And now you're still going to have to throw in pitching. Um, the Yankees have a left-hander and a right-hander, both starting pitchers. One's Ken Waldachuk. And the other, I believe his first name is Josh, but the last name is Wisnicki. Both rated around nines. Um, you'd hate to have to give both of them up, but I think right now since the window, it, it's it, the window can close really quick. If Aaron Judge loses a free agent, you have to strike. I'm throwing in both those pitchers. So we're looking at Trey Sweeney, as Waldo Peraza, Ken Waldachuk, and Josh Wesnicki, if I'm right about that. So you're getting righty, lefty, and two infielders who can't who are supposed to be able to hit. Um, can you rename the two infielders, please? Oh, sure. Oswaldo Peraza and Trey Sweeney. Okay. Um, here's what I'm thinking. I do not want to dilute my value. I'm going to get back. I do not want to include any bad contract in this deal. That's a personal preference. Come on. <laughs> I, no. It's, it's I care. The Reds, Come on, the Reds will, the Reds will not include the Mustafa. The yeah. Reds will not include that contract. The Reds will not include – and I'm not doing a trade without Peraza in the deal. I'm cool. I'm, I really like Wild Chuck in the deal. However, I don't want um, Wesneski. That's cool, but I'd like two more pitching prospects instead of just one. I want uh, Yoandres Gomez in the deal, and I also want Luis Medina in the deal. I want two righties. Um, uh, Gomez, MLB ETA 2023 uh, for the listeners, and Medina, MLB ETA 2022. Um, uh, oh no, sorry. Uh, yeah, Medina and Gomez. So they're both somewhat close to the big leagues. 
both also for the Reds, if we're talking about the Reds, have bullpen potential if it doesn't work out as starters, which is why from the Cincinnati Reds, I want that fallback option of the bullpen. Um, so that's what I would offer up if I'm the Reds. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. So can I see, uh, can you give me those again? Because now I have to adjust my second trade yes. to make sure I'm not including any of those guys. All right. So if I, so the Reds would be taking uh, Peraza at $22.8 million in median trade value, Waldachuk at $9.9 million in median trade value, Medina in $6.9 million in median trade value, and Gomez at $4 million in median trade value. Gomez, the pitcher. I think the Yankees also have a catcher with the last name Gomez in their system. It's the pitcher, not the catcher. And then, obviously, the Yankees get Luis Castillo. I will say value-wise, um, for you guys, obviously, you can't see, uh, the Yankees get $41.2 million in median trade value from the Reds. Uh, the Reds from the Yankees get $43.6 million. Um, but I would figure the Reds got to give that a little bit extra. Um, that's And that's still not really an overpay. And now you don't have to take on Moustakis. I think it's. I think they would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, cool. I don't think the Reds do. All right, all right. That was fun, Doug. Your turn. I know you're thrilled. I know you love trade value. Okay. I know you love being a GM, and I know you especially love us putting stipulations on what you can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so yeah, you're up. I really, I hate all those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to play GM, but not not with those, you know, the, you know these crazy uh, stipulations. Yeah, just so everyone knows, is uh, um, I've been arguing with Derek since like the first day I've met him uh, over this website because it 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 doesn't take into account how good a player is. It just takes into account their money. So whatever, if they're owed, generally the people who are owed larger amounts of money can never live up to the contract anyway. So their value is always going to be less. Uh, so that's why those people in the arbitration years who are making, you know, 15 to 20 million generally are higher and prospects also. So with that being said, where did I hide my uh, trade? Uh, my trades are very underwhelming uh, to say the least. Are you, are you selling if you're the Red Sox? Uh, yes. So if I'm the Red Sox, I am, I'm selling, um, I'm selling even it, you know, they have a chance to get hot again. Right. Um, but buying is probably not a good idea because they're going to give too much up and probably not get enough back. Um, and standing pat, if they don't, uh, get hot, which nothing, you know, They've been pretty much even this whole year playing like crap and playing great. Um, I'm not going to roll the dice on maybe we'll get hot again. So uh, I am dumping Nathan Evaldi and JD Martinez to the Braves because um, because I, they're playing Adam Duvall somewhere right probably a dh there somewhere duvall's out for the season well there you go (laughs) even better for you even better for me uh so they're probably looking for another bat in jd martinez and uh you can never have enough pitching so you know toss nate in there uh jd gives you a plus 1.4 
and Nate Avaldi gives you a plus 3.6 for a total of five. And the Red Sox get a outfielder named Franklin. This website doesn't give you their first name, so I have no idea. I just found the first prospect or the first guy in the minors. You're calling the Braves GM and you're saying, I want Franklin. (laughs) I want Franklin. Uh, Yeah, I don't know stats. Uh, He's an outfielder. Uh, He gives you plus 4.6 total value. So it's fairly a, you know, even trade. Um, Waiting for Derek to shoot me down. There's no, there's no I, haggling I, here. There's no, no haggling I, I will, here. Can no, can I, can I just say the guy's name is Jesse Franklin the fifth? Okay, can I just, can we add that so at least the guy gets identified Jesse and his name? <laughs> um, however, uh, I'm looking at this as Braves GM. We don't really have a lot of outfield prospects. Uh, and Michael Harris did. We just brought him up. We don't really have a lot of outfield prospects. I'm not comfortable parting way with this. Um, and I also would like appreciate it if you guys could take on $5 million in cash just so we don't go over the luxury tax um, with potential other moves we might make. And I would be willing to offer you Jared Schuster, a left-handed pitcher, who is from where I grew up personally in New Bedford, Massachusetts. So shout out. Um, so and what, then is the I would, what is the cash? What is the cash give also, me? Um, and then I would, I would give you Jared Schuster, left-handed yeah, pitching prospect, and shortstop prospect Braden Shoemake. How much does how much uh, positive points uh, it do ends I get up for being, cash? It ends up uh, how much was uh, Martinez and Evaldi? They were combined a five point zero. Yeah, so it's ten million. That's ten million to nine point three. I will also add the caveat of probably a player to be named later, which the website would say at one million. It'll probably end up being around zero point five, zero point six, um, just to get that last little bit of value. Um, and I would be 100% fine doing that trade as the Atlanta Braves. So you know is... what? Go ahead. Derek twisted my arm. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> this is Braden Shoemake, a, a shortstop with an MLB ETA of 2022, and Jared Schuster, a left-handed pitcher with an MLB ETA of 2023. From New Bedford, Massachusetts. And shout out to lighting Jackson. it up in AAA right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd per, honestly, I'd prefer pitching. So, um, I forgot about the cash as a uh, option on this thing. Yeah. So, I, I do think I it's normally really a higher. cheat, but I like Derek's. Like the Braves are probably going to make a couple moves they did last season, and it worked out for them. And so, um, yeah, that taking on some big contracts it might not hurt to have the cash. I want to know what happens if JD and Nate actually go to the Braves. They wouldn't like no 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 no. (laughs) what happens when we all know that like I called it. (laughs) Like like if it happens. (laughs) I've been saying the twins are the best fit for them. Um but I don't hate the Braves fit. My only thing is I don't really know if the Braves need starters, but also too I do think Strider gets moved to the bullpen because of innings. And I know they have an injured starter. I forget who it is off the top of my head, but I don't know if they're fully expecting him back um, at hundred percent or not. Um, so picking up another starter like Evaldi, who could move to the pen in the playoffs, um, not a bad move at all. Cool beans. Cool. That was fun. All right. Just wait um, till my next one after John. 
it's a it's a doozy of a trade. I, I, I much much more exciting than this one. I, I'm pretty sure I know it's better. But we'll go to John first. You're Brian Cashman. You got Luis Castillo already, the best starting pitcher on the market. Oh wait, what else are you we, going for? Oh, I misunderstood the instructions. Wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> my second trade has both of the same people in my first trade. Oh, I mean, it oh lord, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's oh, if the, if oh, the okay. first one doesn't work out, then you'll try the second one. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. All I right. didn't. All right. <laughs> all right. You're up. All right. So I got Luis Castillo. Now it's time to add an outfield bat. There's a couple on the market. Um, there's positives and negatives to both of them. Um, and we, I think I see. So the one I'm going after is going to be Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi. He has playoff experience, which Ian Happ does not have. He's got a little bit, he he's a little bit better of a contact hitter than Ian Happ. And he hit well against the Astros in the 2018 postseason. Nobody on the Yankees has hit well against the Astros. So he checks off a couple boxes. Uh, I'm not looking to get into any political debates here, but Andrew Benatendi is not vaccinated. So realistically, he cannot play in Toronto if he's not going to do that. Um so I think that takes away from his trade value a little bit. Um, therefore, I think the Yankees have a realistic opportunity to get this guy, even though they just gave away quite a bit for Luis Castillo. Uh, ben Attendee comes in, he's rated an 8.1 on the baseball trade values. So I can offer a package, and there's going to be a couple options here. So first off, uh, is there any infield or outfield needs for the Kansas City Royals? If I'm the Royals, the only thing I don't need prospect-wise is first baseman because the two top prospects are – my two top prospects are first baseman. Um, but besides that, I'm open to anything if it makes sense. Okay, well, I mean, then that, that makes things a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> I think, first off, I think the Yankees can probably sell that Royals – not Derek – but they could sell the Royals on taking Joey Gallo for the reasoning that he might have been sunny grade and a new player coming in that has the potential to hit some home runs might still be able to attract some fans to the ballpark. I don't, Joey Gallo is not a big part of any trade, but I do think they can give with a, his fairly low salary for the rest of the season. I think they could probably convince the Astros to take him or the Royals to take him, but not a huge part of this deal, but I think he's an option. The other option, of course, being Miguel Andujar, another guy that could play outfield, has moved from third base to outfield, probably could play first base. So he's shown a willingness to move around. He can't hit. He's rated a negative 0.7 on this, which I, I think that might just be because he's listed as a third baseman. I can't imagine him being worse than Joey Gallo, so I'd have to think realistically he's more of a 2.8. I would offer the Royals one of, if not both of those guys, if they wanted him, just as a starter. From that point on, the Yankees still have – it's Hayden Wesnecki. I don't know where I got Josh Wesnecki, but it's Hayden Wesnecki as a pitcher in their system. Uh, they also have Evan Everson Pereira, who's an outfielder. Sounds like the Royals might be able to use an outfielder. And the two starting pitchers would be Will Warren and Beck Way, who are both listed around a 4.6. Um, I don't know where the Royals would – value those guys i think they probably think one higher than the other though i do remember reading an article earlier in the season about beckway being uh someone that was really impressed with the yankees so maybe he has some value there so right off the bat i'm looking at two pitchers gallo 
and Duhar are both. And then either you have a couple options, Everson Pereira, or you still have a guy like Trey Sweeney uh, to pick from. Um, if I'm the Royals, uh, I would not want any rentals, and I'd be looking for strictly prospects. So that would take Gallo off the table, and that takes um, Andujar off the table for me. Well, Andujar is still under team control for two more seasons. I want prospects from the Royals. From the Royals, 100% want prospects. Um, I like adding uh, way in the deal. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I like adding Beck way in the deal. Now, um, I don't want the other pitcher. I forget. I already forget his name. You offered, but I wouldn't want them. Um, I'm looking for TJ Sikama, a left-handed, a left-handed pitcher. Um, and then I also want. Um, I've been looking for a shortstop, Alexander Vargas. Right, Vargas I- is 16th ranked in the Yankee system on MLB Pipeline. And Sycama is 19th in the Yankee system. Yeah, I think that's low enough where I don't see that being an issue. So wait, run that by me one more time. What are the so, names? Beckway. Beckway. I know Beckway. TJ Sycama. TJ Sycama. And um, what's his first? Alexander Vargas. Okay, I have heard of him. He's the I think you just mentioned him, but he's the shortstop. Yeah, yes. I don't see how what would stop that. You know, uh, they might be impressed by Beck Way, but they just got Luis Castillo, so I don't see what the issue is there. And they're loaded with infield prospects, so they still kept Volpe, so there's no reason not to part with Vargas. And TJ Sycamore, you hate to give up left-handed pitching, but you know what? If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Yeah. Um, I do want to add also, too, if Beck Way doesn't work, uh, Randy Vasquez could be another option in that deal. Um. Or um, what's or um, if Gomez wouldn't if the Yankees didn't get Castillo and Gomez was still available to trade, uh, he would potential be there. I know MLB Pipeline they're diff- they're both higher up prospect ranking wise, but MLB Pipeline don't trust their prospect rankings because they don't to me they don't update them enough. Um, so don't just necessarily look at the uh, prospect ranking. Um, but that I I'm just giving you like options if uh the Yankees obviously were to say way no we don't want to deal him. Um, they could still get a deal done without him. And that would be perfect if they could get it done without way. The one thing I do want to add, though, is because I know you're thinking like a GM, but there's also the ownership. If they can get a name, I think anything to keep fans in the ballpark, because you could as many prospects, prospects as you want, you still have to draw fans next year. A guy like Andujar isn't going to cost much, and he's and he's not going to really swing the deal one way or another, just something to tack on or add into the deal a guy like that could actually generate some fan interest considering he'd be available to play right away. John, but that's from an ownership perspective, not necessarily a general manager. John, you Can I add on, exact, on Hold on, Derek. I'm sorry. John, you hit on the exact thing that drives me insane about the Shohei Otani. Is he going to be available because the angels suck thing, right? That guy sells so many tickets. <laughs> You know, he's not going anywhere, you know, you know and I, 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 I'm with you hundred percent, John. That sounds like um, someone else I know of. No, now can, no, can, no, no, can no. I can I add on Gallo though? Um, I understand the button seats argument, but for Gallo, it's he only has this year left. Um, if he had a more than this year left, maybe the Royals go. Maybe we can consider it. Maybe turn him around and then flip him next year. Um, but since he doesn't have more than the rest of this year, um, I think that's probably a no go for the Royals. Yeah, it probably would be, but you always got to ask. Oh yeah, 100%. you missed one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky said that, and then Michael Scott requoted it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, cool. So what's the final deal? Read it by me one more time. Um, uh, Want me to read it? Yeah. Okay, so it is Beckway, uh, TJ Sykema, and Alexander Vargas to the Royals, um, and then the Yankees would get Andrew Benintendi. All right. That's, that's a lot for a rental who might not be able to play in a very important playoff series. I like it, though. It's spicy. All right. You got to do what you got to do at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the God. cashman's fear to the fire, you know. And I will There's be no so, next year. The future's now. And I will be so, so sad if Andrew Benintendi ever wears a Yankees uniform. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very disheartening. <laughs> I hate the guy. I hate Andrew Benintendi so much. I don't really even want him, like, but, like, because he could help, I'd take it. And, playing um, and he was too. even the best guy in that team. And I hated him more than anybody, but that might've just been because of Luke's love affair with the guy. Um, <laughs> like you're totally right. Great asset to have against the Astros. Yeah. That, uh, that uh, 2018 ALCS catch to save that game. Anyway. I'm right and it make that. you guys sick to your stomachs to see him in the Yankees. <laughs> it was. You win with the Yankees. All right, Doug, you're up. Your, your, your trade with the Braves fell through. They backed out at the last minute. What are you trying now? All right. You said you think you know who it was, Pat. Yes. Who do you think it is? Well, I changed my mind now that you said you're using the same guys again. I thought you were going to go big or go home and say Rafi. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you, when you said, oh, it's the same guys. Oh, never mind. All right. Derek, you are now the GM of the LA Dodgers. Oh, that's can I can I oh, can I interject and just no. say real quick, I don't see this happening. No, 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 no. Go. So since they're paying him anyway, we're gonna trade for David Price. Oh Lord. We are trading for David Price. We're paying him anyway. We might as well have him on our team. Uh, <laughs> I think Pat's having a seizure. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind here. All right. So Nate and JD go to the Dodgers. Uh, Walker Bueller's hurt. And um, didn't someone on their main... Didn't one of their batters just get hurt or something? Someone's filling in for someone. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, Nate and JD for a positive uh, five. Uh, Price comes in at negative six. And an outfielder named Ramos is at 10. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, Red Sox get a total value of four and Dodgers get a total value of five. And this, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. This makes sense, but... Um, I mean, we're I'm already gonna, paying I, the guy. I, yeah, I do, I do want to add, though, real quick, just from a Red Sox point of view, the one guy we know they're interested from the Dodgers would be Bruce Dark Gratterall. I don't see it happening, but I just do want to mention oh, it. Oh, yeah, they're not... Happening. The Dodgers <laughs> aren't trading away a... a Hot shot bull, bullpen arm more than trying to win a World Series. That's why I did not. Oh, yeah, no, no, I know. Um, I I do like Ramos. Um, now I I am gonna have to ask for a little bit more because I don't want to just part with JD 
in Evaldi and just take the bare minimum. Um, if I'm the Red Sox, so if I'm the Red Sox, I would add on Alex De Jesus. Um, but if I'm the Dodgers, I would say yes to Ramos and Price. I just right. want to give that constructive criticism. If I'm the Red Sox, I would ask for Alex De Jesus, um, as well, who's a shortstop prospect, maybe moves to third. We'll see. Um, which looks like he's going to move to third, but. I just do want to throw that out there. If I'm the Dodgers, I would 100% say yes to Doug's offer um, because they turn, they have uh, Pages or Pages or however, or Pajas, however you say it, he's already ahead of him in the system and the Dodgers develop prospects like no one, like no one's business. Yeah. And the Dodgers and Red Sox have a long, long and storied history of trading with each other. And I'm pretty, uh, if I don't know, I think Freeman and Bloom might have at least somewhat of a relationship from the time in Tampa. I know it's a little while back because Friedman went to the Dodgers in 2014, but I know Heim was with the Rays as well then. Huh. All right. Well, there you go. So you called the Dodgers GM and he went, listen, man, I'm, I'm ripping you off. All right. I'm going to give you a little bit more. <laughs> oh, no, I'm no, I'm just saying from, from the Red Sox perspective, I would ask for more. Um, but if I'm the Dodgers, I would 100% say yes to the original. Wait, video. from the Red Sox perspective, you'd ask? From a Red Sox perspective, I would also ask for Alex De Jesus from the Dodgers. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other way around. No, I was saying if I'm the Red Sox from a Red Sox perspective, I would ask for a little bit more and be willing to work your way back to the original deal that you said. Um, that's what I'm saying. If I'm from the Red Sox perspective, I'd be willing to work, go ask a little bit more and work my way back to that. Um, if I'm the Dodgers, I would say yes to the original deal. Um, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. If I'm the okay. Red Sox, I would ask a little bit higher. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't know if Price was even still pitching. I just knew we were paying for his ass. I'm pretty sure um, he is. He is. He's pitched. Yeah. And listen, I and I don't want to spoil too much, but Dirk <laughs> and I have a column coming out next week. And talk about what a valuable contributor David Price has been to the Dodgers this year. So, so that when I texted that to the group, this is what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, David Price, that's the guy he was trying to get us to guess. <laughs> and All just right. like a light bulb went off, I started smiling and giggling. I was like, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> God. Um, cool. All right. That was fun. I wish we'd done some more of them. Uh, I think we might have to make this uh, like an annual tradition or something. Maybe we'll do it again. Can I add Can I add something real quickly before we do end? Sure. If I'm the Red Sox, I would be going to the Twins to try and shade Martinez and Evaldi in a package deal if that's what they plan on were to do. I would go to the Twins because I think the Twins are the best fit. And the Twins do have some interesting prospects. If I'm the Red Sox, I'd include cash. Like, again, probably about $5 million in cash. Because uh, the Twins, they're not near the luxury tax, but they normally don't have a big budget. Um, and try and get a little bit more prospect return. And get Simeon Woods-Richardson, who came over in the Barrios trade. Um, then I'd get Mercedes, an outfielder, and David Festa. I think, is this, I think his first name is David. Uh, right-handed pitcher. Festa, and then also Alex DeJesus from the Dodgers, will feature in my series. A call, so column says it's coming up on Prospects. That will be out in a little bit. Um, I'll cover every team's most underrated prospects. So that'll be a fun one. And TJ Sikama as well from the Yankees. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a great transition. All the places you can find Bleacher Brawls online, bleacherbrawls.com. We've got 
Uh, Collins coming out two or three days a week there. We've got some fun exclusive sort of prizes and things that you can pick up on the website as well. Um, you can check us out on our YouTube channel, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, anywhere you find things, you can find Bleacher Brawls. Um, we're going to be super active over the next couple of days, watching the Red Sox, watching the Yankees, seeing if the Yankees can make that move to get them over the hump seeing if the Red Sox are going to be buyers or sellers. It's going to be a really interesting couple of days and you're going to be, uh, you're going to want to be with us, especially on Twitter. We're going to be over uh, the trade, the last day of the trade deadline. We're going to be all over Twitter spaces and all that jazz. So you're going to be with us. Um, we hope you dig this episode. It was a fun one for me. I hope it was a fun one for the other guys on here uh, for Derek, for Doug, for John, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for checking us out at the podcast. Make sure to rate us five stars. Leave us a nice review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends to listen. Have them tell their friends to listen. Um, Bleacher Brawls is the place to be. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, folks. And we will see you all next time.